Welcome to the sixth episode of After the Buzzer Sports Talk, and I'm your host, Aiden Mayer. Today, this is being recorded right after the NHL trade deadline, so today I'm just going to spend the whole episode going over the uh, all the action that happened today. There were a lot of trades in the NHL, so I'm going to go over that, and uh, yeah, so let's get to it. All right, first I'm going to start off with the Kevin Hayes trade. So um, this trade was basically the... Um, Winnipeg Jets acquired Kevin Haynes from the New York Rangers, and the Rangers gave up Brendan Lemieux, a 2019 first-round pick, and a 2022 conditional fourth-round pick. Obviously, the Rangers were sellers this trade deadline right now. They are sitting at second-to-last in their division, right ahead of the Devils with 63 points. They're trying to sell their roster, and they made a few trades, uh, and this was definitely the bigger one. Kevin Hayes is 26 years old, um, and overall, he had a plus-minus of plus one on a Rangers team that is, you know, hasn't been great this season, to say the least. Um, so that's pretty impressive. He's only 26, so his prime, you know, it's, it's coming up, uh, you know, in the next year or two, but... For the Jets, this is a move. They're first in their division by a point. They want to beat up the Predators, who traded for Wade and Simmons. Um, the Blues are you know, still in the hunt as well, and you could consider guys like the Stars and Wild, but overall it's kind of them, the Predators, and the Blues are kind of trailing right behind them. So they want to make a move here that's going to really solidify them that first spot, and they're trying to go for a championship. They have a, a contending team that's looking pretty good, so... Overall, at first, I looked at this trade and said, I feel like they gave up too much. At first, I felt like they gave up a little too much for Kevin Hayes because I feel like Hayes is a good player, but eh, a good player, you know, he's still young. They gave up Brendan Lemieux, who has nine goals, two assists on the season, 44 games. He's only 22 years old, so it makes sense for the... um. Rangers take him. He's 6'1", left winger, only 22. So he's got solid size. He's young. Nine goals. You know, He's rounded up to probably have like an 11-goal season by the time the season's over. So the kid's got a little potential to maybe be a 15, max 20-goal game score. So I think that's a solid um, underrated piece in this trade. The first-round pick's obviously the big one. In hockey, there's – if you're not, you know, being talking, you're still learning and you're watching this to learn – and maybe you're more of like an NBA guy or whatever, but the NHL trade deadline, a ton of players that are very good players, but that are on an expiring deal, are constantly in the NHL. We see players like Mark Stone uh, here, this trade deadline, Kevin Hayes, players that are really good on bad teams that are on expiring contracts will get traded for like first-round picks. We start with like Matt Duchesne, you know, guys of that caliber, the really good players that are, like, on rental um, deals. So the Jets, a lot of very good teams will do it to keep pushing themselves for a um, playoff spot. Because in hockey, you can be, like, the lightning and be 20 points ahead of everyone, but it's still – the playoffs can go, you know, any way. All of a sudden, you can lose. Like, it's a high possibility. Like, it's actually – 
kind of rare to see the best team in hockey win. But I think the Lightning have a little better shot because they're just a powerhouse. They're really deep, which is you know, what you need, I think, come playoff time. But overall, this trade, I looked at it at first and said, I feel like they gave up too much. But then I looked at it and I said, Brendan Lemieux, solid young player, but nothing, you know, too big. The first round pick, obviously, and then a conditional fourth round pick for 2022. So then I say it, and I say, you know, maybe this isn't a ton. I'd say this is a pretty even trade, but I think the Rangers got as much as they could for Hayes because Hayes has 14 goals on the season. I believe it's like 28 assists. So overall, he's a good passer. You know, a 20 goal ish scorer, but his prime's coming right around the corner. So maybe, you know, he's 23, you know, goal. Uh, per game score. So overall, I thought this was a pretty easy trade. I thought the Rangers got a solid amount. You know, first round pick, Brendan Lemieux, who is a, a nice young piece, and then a conditional fourth. Um, but I feel like for the Jets, this is a trade that's really going to help them in, in their playoff push. And right now, help them win the division because the Predators um, also made a move and they're only one point behind them. And the Predators have been good these past few years. So, um, uh, the next trade I'm going to get to is the Bruins trade um, because I'm a Bruins fan and I, I want to talk about this one because I uh, have some mixed emotions of, about this. So the Boston Bruins acquired forward Marcus Johansson for the New Jersey Devils for a 2019 second round pick and a 2020 fourth round pick. At first I was just like, all right, Johansson's a solid player. He's six one left winger. Uh, at 28, so he's a little past his prime, you could say. But he has 12 goals this season, 15 assists, um, in 48 games. So he's a little past his prime, just a little. But he brings solid length. He's a left winger, but he can play every position. He can play every position. He's a lefty. He's a left winger, but he can play center. He can play right wing. He can play, play anything. He did score 12 goals, 15 assists, and that is on a team in the Devils who have been horrible this season. He's a first-round pick back in 2009, 24th overall, so I think he saw. The only thing is here, I feel like a second and a fourth-round pick's too much for him. He's um, an expiring player. He takes up, um, I think he's like $4.5 million this season, but you're only going to have to pay him like a little over a million because there's only a quarter of the season left. But the only thing is, this is the guy um, who Marchand elbowed in the um, head and almost ended his career. Yeah, this is the guy. So that's going to be awkward. I think, you know, how does that, you know, go down the locker room to see, you know, Marchand, Johansson's going to walk into a new place and see the guy who almost ended his career. Like, that to me is just sketchy. Plus, you add that on top of the fact they give him a second and a fourth round pick for this guy. I don't think he's worth that much. To me, I don't think he's worth that much. Second round pick is solid value. A fourth round pick, not a ton, but it's something. For this guy who has 12 goals, 15 assists, is past his prime, and sure, can play every position, which adds value, but also, how is this going to go down in the locker room? This could be bad for your locker room. See, I just don't think he's worth in a second and a fourth. Maybe he's worth a third and a fourth. But the second round pick plus the fourth to me, no. I think it's intriguing because what if he, Johansson, all of a sudden is now your center? And that moves Charlie Coyle up to the second line where he can play wing, uh, 
with Krejci, and right now Krejci's playing as good as hockey as he has in the past four years, and you maximize that window by putting Charlie Coyle on the second line as your winger, and you did this Johansson deal so that way you could get a center because he can play center. He can play right wing too, and he's a lefty. He can play every single position, which I think upped his value for the fact that this guy could play every position. But a second and a fourth, I don't think it's worth it. I'm not saying this is a horrendous trade, but I think he's more of like third and a fourth. But I don't think he's second round material. I just don't think so. Uh, he's a rental too. Um, you know, maybe he does come back, but I. I don't know. I, I just don't know how this is going to go down in the locker room. How much is he really going to help, you know? So if all of a sudden he's not really doing much for your team and he's a locker room issue, him and Marsha, and then you just gave him a second-round pick and a fourth-round pick for that. So I think it's a, you gave up a little too much for him, in my opinion. You know, you, know, you could say I like to be a little... Um, you know, conservative, but that's just my opinion. I really think that they gave up just a little, um, a little too much for, um, Marcus Johansson. So the big trade on the day was the, um, the next trade that we're going to get to, which was the Mark Stone trade. So the Ottawa Senators gave up Mark Stone and forward Tobias Lindbergh to the Vegas Golden Knights, and the Golden Knights gave up Eric Brand Storm forward Oscar Lindbergh in 2020 second round pick. Mark Stone is a rental at age 26 that has been putting up um, phenomenal stats with the um, with the uh, Senators this year. He's six four. He's a right winger. He's only 26 years old. He's been 28 goals, 34 assists, and he has a plus minus of 13 on one of the worst teams in hockey. This guy is fantastic, and the thing is. He was a sixth-round pick, which is just crazy. But he brings good size. He can score. He can pass. And overall, solid defensively. Because you look at that plus-minus, and that's pretty impressive. Obviously, when you're playing on a higher line, even on a bad team like that. But um, him, Duchesne, you know, that was kind of um, the powerhouse there. But Mark Stone now going to the Knights. Now, let's – all right, let's look over at the Golden Knights. Um Right now, they are sitting in third in their division. They're at 69 points. Uh, the Coyotes are in fourth, which has shocked me that the they're they're in fourth. They've always just been a laughing stock. The, the Coyotes have never been relevant. It was like my talk in my uh, I think it was my second episode. It was one of them, second podcast, and I talked about how Manny Machado going to the Padres it's like totally irrelevant. This is more irrelevant. The the Coyotes have been. Arguably the biggest laughing stock, an Arizona hockey team has just they've I never see them in the playoffs. They're you know, I'd rather see a team like Vancouver, the Canucks in there, or like the Oilers. Um, the Ducks today traded their sixth round pick for um to the Rangers for um Matt Zucker. Uh, who was it? Oh, Michael Delzato. Del Zotto, and they gave up their 2019 sixth round pick. So obviously the Ducks, despite being second to last in their division, believe because since they're only six um, points out from fourth place to the Coyotes, they think they can make a playoff push. Somewhat, at least, I, I guess. Why would you get Del Zotto, um, who I believe, yeah, why'd you give up a, I mean, it's a sixth round pick, so it's something big. So obviously they, they're trying to do something, but he's 28 years old. He's been in the league for a while. And, you know, he's not going to do much for you offensively, obviously. But his plus-minus is zero. 
he's having a solid year this year. Um, he definitely, he's having a, a, a solid year this year. But I think for a sixth-round pick, that wasn't a bad trade for the Ducks. But were the Ducks the right spot? You know, did they really think they can make a playoff push? Because that's, from my understanding, it's, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be, you can be fourth in your division and miss the playoffs. The top three teams in your division make the playoffs, and then the outside of the, you take the two divisions, the top three teams make it to the playoffs, and then there's two remaining spots, and two teams from either division, two teams from one division can make it. So, Unless you think you can beat out the Stars or the Wild or the Avalanche or the Coyotes for that last spot, I think it's a solid trade, but I just don't know why they did it. But, you know, whatever, that's the Ducks, and they think they can still make a playoff push, go right ahead. But anyway, back to the Mark Stone trade. Sorry for getting a little off track. Um, They get, first of all, Oscar Lindbergh, I think, was just a piece in this deal. I think he was just a piece to try to help this deal. He's nothing, really. Eric Brandstrom was the Knights... Eric Brandstrom, whatever, um, however you want to pronounce that, was the Knights' first-round pick last year. And he has some solid potential. And they also gave a 2022nd-round pick. So, essentially, the Knights basically gave up just just a piece in Lindbergh. And then they gave up a first-round pick and a second-round pick for Mark Stone. The thing about the Knights here is they may be giving up a first and a second and Lindbergh. But Stone's been open to an extension. And the thing here with the Senators, the Senators fans were crushed by this because they thought Stone was going to be part of the future and sign an extension. But then they sat him out the other night. They trade him for Brandstrom, who looks like a nice young player, in the 2022nd round pick. The only thing here is if he signed an extension, if Stone was like, all right, I'm willing to sign an extension, you have the salary cap, is it worth it? Here's the thing. I think Brandstrom's worth more than the first round pick. People have said, why don't they want a first-round pick? Brandstrom, I think, is arguably more, worth more. He's like he's like a mid, he's like the 20th overall pick, and he's already shown a sample size where he can be a good player. Some of these first-round picks come in and aren't really that good. So I think he's worth a little more than the first-round pick. Especially for the Knights, who look like they could, they're probably going to be a playoff team. I think they've got a top three spot in their division locked up. They'll be a playoff team. I don't see the Coyotes or the Canucks beating them out or the Ducks, the Kings, the Oilers. That's the rest of the teams in their division. None of them are going to beat out the Knights, despite the fact that the Knights are 3-6-1 and one in their last 10 games and on a three-game losing streak. And the Coyotes are on a three-game winning streak. I don't care. The Knights are making it to the playoffs, especially after this Mark Stone trade. They are set up right now, and they've been incredible for an expansion team. I uh, just want to point that out in there too. So overall, I think this is a good trade. If Mark Stone um, signs an extension with you, this is an outstanding trade um, for you. But overall, considering there's a, you know, he might be a rental, but plus the fact that there's a good chance he might sign an extension and how good this guy really is, it was worth it. I think it's going to be worth it for this team because he's going to, I think he'll will sign an extension and like it there and it's really going to help you. All right, the other trade, the Predators acquire forward Wayne Simmons, for the Flyers, for forward Ryan Hartman, and a conditional fourth-round pick. So, uh, first of all, for you, those of you who don't know Ryan Hartman, including myself, I uh, don't really watch um, Ryan Hartman play hockey, but he's six feet, so a little undersized, but overall pretty average size. Right winger, he's only 24. And the Flyers right now are... Um, 
Well, they're in. They're on the outside looking in. They don't look like they're going to be a playoff team. They're looking to break it down. It looked like uh, Wayne Simmons was on the trade block anyway. Uh, but this season, 10 goals, 10 assists, 20 points, plus minus of seven. Uh, he was a first-round pick, 30th overall back in 2013. Um, overall, 10 goals, 10 assists, nothing huge. Again, like, uh, what was his name? That we just talked about the uh, in I believe he went to the uh, Senators that trade that I talked about like a nice like young player that um, isn't huge but he's just a nice like young player to also grab in the trade I believe it was in the um, which deal because I really want to know I'm sorry um, it was in the deal for. There it is, the Kevin Hayes trade, the Brendan Lemieux. I feel like kind of like the same potential. Like, all right, this guy could be solid. And then um, also in the deal, so Wayne Simmons, Ryan Hartman, and a fourth-round pick. So I feel like for the Flyers, Wayne Simmons is starting to break down. He's just a really big – he's 6'2", but he he looks bigger than 6'2". He's 30 years old, but he's a big um, forward that's starting to kind of reach the end of his career. I really like him. He's like my favorite player in the Flyers. this season, 16 goals, 11 assists, um, plus minus and minus 20, but he's playing on the Flyers. Uh, he has 27 points on the season, uh, 90 penalty minutes, so he gets in the box his fair share of time, 62 games. So he's managed to stay healthy um, throughout the season, uh, but he's starting to, you know, kind of age, and he's not a huge goal scorer. He's not a huge offensive guy. 16 goals, 11 assists isn't horrible, but, like, you get where I'm coming. Like, he's not, like, a huge offensive player, but he's kind of more just a big body who can get in front of the net and, you know, bring you a little bit of value in that sense. Because he can. He is good in front of the net. That's where he's a big body that can push his way out of the way and, you know, kind of be, like, scrappy inside and clean up those second-chance opportunities or give him a good feed inside, and that's how he's going to score. He's going to put a big body uh, in front of the goalie in in the net, and all you had to give up was Ryan Hartman and a conditional 2024th-round pick. Um, So I feel like the Predators probably won this trade. For the Flyers, it wasn't horrible because how much value did Wayne Simmons really have? That's my question, though. The Bruins were talks that they might get this guy. If you had to give some sort of like Ryan Hartman, if Ryan Hartman's like your Danton Heinen and a conditional fourth round pick, I'm pulling the trigger on that. I'll pull the trigger on that. I kind of like that more than the Zuccarello trade or the Johansson trade, excuse me. Where you give him a second and fourth for him, and maybe he might be like a little more flexible, a little younger, but. The locker room thing, as I said, and way less for Simmons, who also has more goals this season. So I don't know. I feel like maybe that you, know, you kind of, you know, maybe you didn't know that he was kind of going to be that low. Could have tried to lowball him. All right, let's look at uh, some other uh, trades here. Where was that trade? I was, uh, oh, yeah. Um, the Colorado Avalanche acquired Derek Broussard for a conditional 2026 round pick from the Florida Panthers as long as well, excuse me, as their third round pick. So Derek Broussard, um, well, 
he was on the Florida Panthers, now he's on the Avalanche, but he's 31. The Avalanche right now in the standings are sitting well at the bottom, but they're at 65 points. They have been rolling of late, 5-2-3 and three in their last 10 on a four-game winning streak. So 65 points in the better of the two divisions in the West, at least I think, especially at the bottom in the Central Division. So you look at, they could beat out the Stars. I see why they made this move. I see why they made this move. Derek Broussard is a 31-year-old. He's 6'1". He's a center. But this season, 10 goals, 9 assists. So he can do something offensively. Not a ton. But it gives you something. And honestly, for a team that is, what, second to last in their division, I like this trade for the Avalanche. They're on a roll of late. They're only a few points out of a wild card spot. They maybe have 65 points, but they win the next two games, and all of a sudden they're in the playoffs. And all they had to do was give up a conditional sixth-round pick and a third-round pick. So it's the third-round pick, but personally I think it's worth it because if this trade teeters you from being uh, a playoff team or not, if this pushes you in the playoffs, just this trade alone helps you get another win, that can push you into the playoffs, which it very well could with the role your team's on and how close you are to getting in the playoffs. If this pushes you in, it's worth a third-round pick and maybe a sixth. I like the trade. I do. I do like the trade for a team that is low in the standings. They're closer than many think. Um, uh, um, look at Let's look for some, uh, oh, San Jose Sharks acquire Gustav Nyquist from the Detroit Red Wings for a 2019 second-round draft pick and a conditional third. Nyquist! I remember when I was a big hockey buff, when, like, hockey was my favorite sport. Oh, Nyquist was an uh, original Red Wing. He's 29, he's undersized at center, um, which scares me a little. Like, to have a center that undersized, I, I don't know. But he has 16 goals, 33 assists, 49 points. So he's not really that good defensively with his size, and his plus-minus is zero. For a guy who has 16 goals, 33 assists, despite the fact that he's on the Red Wings, who have been horrible this year, 55 points. When I was a big uh, hockey buff, I remember Nyquist on the Red Wings, so it's a little odd to see him on that team, but uh, he's a good offensive presence. Uh and this is a Sharks team that has been one of the best teams in the league this year. Second in their division with 82 points, beyond the Flames by three. I think the Sharks and the Flames have the top two spots wrapped up. The Knights have the third. So the top three is in the Pacific Division. Spots are locked up. The Knights have the third spot locked up, I think. Not exactly locked up, but in my mind, I think the Knights are going to get the third seed. And the Sharks and Flames will get the top two seeds, but it's just a matter of who's going to get the top seed this trade. Could possibly win the division, but I think the Flames will win out. But the Sharks will... This trade just really... You're giving up a chunk of your future. But this Sharks team, I don't blame them for doing it. Here's why. Nyquist is good offensively, and you're one of the top teams in the league this year, and you have a lot of old guys on your team. They have a lot of old guys to the Sharks. So they're trying to maximize that window right now because they're already pretty much at the top. So why not just go for it all now and then... You might not have a lot of young pieces, but just maximize the window. That's what they're doing. They're not like, all right, well, we're going to, you know, do solid 
but we're going to keep some of our future. They're just dumping out the future, most of it at least, and maximizing the window. So I like it for them. And then for the uh, Red Wings, I like this too because uh, a second-round pick and then a conditional third. There are a ton of conditionals, let me just tell you that. And the conditions get you all screwed up because you don't know. You're just like, I, I don't know. It could be a third. It might not. So a second-round pick it could possibly be all they're getting. I think Nyquist is worth more than a third-round pick. Sure, he's um, what's it? He's like 29. Yeah, he's 29 years old, and he's not really that good at defense. But he's pretty good at offense. 16 goals, 33 assists. And you got a second-round pick and a conditional third. So if you get the third with it, too, it all depends on that third, I, I think. But overall, I think it's a good trade for the Sharks. Solid trade for the Red Wings. Solid. But if you don't get the third-round pick, I feel like they're left a little empty uh, on this trade, to be honest. I feel like maybe they're left a little empty-handed, could have got a little more um, out of it. But who knows? Um, maybe they feel like they got a lot. So another one, the Sabres acquired defensive Brandon Monter from the Anaheim Ducks for defenseman Brendan Gould in a first-round pick. So... Brandon Montour. He's a defenseman. So he's six foot, so 24. He's very young uh, for the Sabres. Five uh, goals, 20 assists. So overall, he brings a little bit offensively. But his plus minus is negative 16. But that was on the Ducks. And as I said earlier, the Ducks haven't had a great season this year. But he's 24 and overall seems to be like, all right, he can bring you a little bit offensively. I look, kind of look at the stats. He's been a little underwhelming defensively. And I know the Ducks have not been great this season, but look at the Sabres for a sec. I mean, the Sabres are kind of out of it, but are they? I mean, they can make a push. But Brandon Monteur, this guy, like, all right, he brings some offensive game, but he's a little underwhelming defensively. I know he's only 24, but I look at this trade, and you gave up a... Defenseman Brendan Gould in a first. I say the Ducks won this trade. <laughs> um, I say the Ducks because I don't think this guy's worth the first round pick and more. I don't think this guy, Brandon Montour, is worth the first round pick and more because brings you a little more than expected for a 24-year-old on uh, offense, but I feel like the defense is a little underwhelming there. With the plus-minus, negative 20, and I said it again, the Ducks haven't been great this year, but I expect a little better. So, a little bit of an underwhelming year defensively, a little better than expected offensively, but not worth a first-round pick in another defenseman. So, for the Ducks, the Ducks are giving him up for, all right, let me see Brendan Gould's stats. Um, so again, maybe here, the Sabres, they're trading Montour for a first round pick and Brendan Gould. And obviously they made the, um, Delzato trade, which I thought put them in a little, just a, I mean, it's not a big trade. You just give a six to help you try to at least give you a little more depth if you can make the playoffs. But this Gould dude's only 21 and he's 6'2", but he's only played two games this season with a plus minus a one, got a penalty in one of those games. He's taking one shot. So this guy, um, solid size at 6'2". He's 21, so he's not much. You basically gave up Montour for a first. And he get like a, a solid young uh, player to the Ducks, but I don't think that's that's anything uh, major. 
Uh, I feel like I'm usually I'm just gonna go out and say it already. Um, I feel like I'm gonna miss some big trade in here. All right, one I didn't go over at, before I forget. Uh, quick in the few minutes we have left. So the Columbus Blue Jackets acquired Ryan Zengel and a seventh round draft pick for the Ottawa Senators for Anthony Duclair, a second round pick and another second round pick. So two seconds in Duclair. Um, that's familiar. The Duchesne trade was between the Blue Jackets and the um. Yeah, but Anthony Duclair, two seconds. So Duclair is a left winger. He's a little undersized at 5'11", but he's only 23. 11 goals, 8 assists, 19 points. I think he's a solid young piece. I do. I think he's a little better than the ones that I talked about before, like the uh, one like the New York trade, like the Lemieux guy or something, uh, whatever his name was. You, get, you know where I'm going with this. But overall, who won this trade? It puts the Blue Jackets, though, for a team that I thought was going to be selling. It really puts them in win now. Zengel, his prime's, like, right here. 26 years old. It's it's right there. 22 goals, 22 assists, 44 points. He's not great at uh, on the defensive end, though, at a left wing. Um, but the Blue Jackets, uh, they better make noise in the playoffs. But for the Senators, though, that's a pretty good trade because I think Duclair's a solid young piece, plus two seconds. I know, you know, Zengel and a seventh. So, overall, I think the Senators are good here. The Blue Jackets have to perform come playoff time. They're going to be a playoff team. They're already third in their division with 73 points, and I know uh, the Hurricanes and Penguins both have 72 points right behind them, but the Blue Jackets are going to be a playoff team. Uh, I think we can all agree that if they are not a playoff team, that's embarrassing. That is super embarrassing. If you're not a playoff team... That's that's not good. All right, and then uh, Matt Zuccarello to the New York Rangers for a conditional second-round pick and a third-round pick, and Zuccarello is now on the Stars. Uh, that's a solid trade uh, overall, I'd say, for both sides. Uh, the Stars tried to lock up some sort of at least wild-card spot, so um, that's all we've got for you guys today, so uh, I'll see you next time.